eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Cheeseheads. Cheese Get on your feet. It's Curd and Long. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. I'm not going to worry about a- adding pieces. We're just going to bring everybody back. And if that's not the case, then who gets left out? Who doesn't have a job necessarily guaranteed here? All right, Jacob Morley, your turn. What do we got? That's tough. That's the question of the offseason, right? Like, they don't need a wide receiver. Okay. Like, does Goody operate underneath those rules? I don't really think he does. You know, they 2019, they signed the Smith brothers, give them a lot of money, and draft with, at the time, was like the highest draft pick they had in like a decade. They draft an edge and Rashawn Gary. So, I don't know. I, you know, like my buddy Ross Uglin will talk about the, the Melton Heath line, and that's kind of, I kind of buy into that where it's like, all right, if you're going to take one, you better be dang sure they're better than those guys. And when you talk about Heath and Melton, both really nice young players, like a lot to like when you, when you look at them, a lot of teams would love to have Bo Melton and Malik Heath on their team as their fifth and sixth wide receiver. But you know, it's pick 25. Brian Thomas jr. Hasn't gone off the board yet for some reason. And if you're not familiar with Brian Thomas jr. Just, from the kid from LSU, think you know Christian Watson. That's kind of who he is. They're very similar players, uh, big, long, fast, and I could see Goody sitting in that, being like, "Man, it'd be pretty cool to have Watson and Thomas Jr. on this team, uh, especially with how aggressive of a quarterback Jordan Love is, and how he loves to push the ball down the field." Will they do that? I don't know, but I wouldn't be shocked. And I'll say, I will say this, and I'll say it today. I think the two best chances they have at taking a wide receiver in this year's draft class are Brian Thomas Jr. at 25 or Keon Coleman at 41. Because I think both of those guys at that point, they would have slid probably further than where they should have gone. And they are both, 
I think going to be very much Packers types. We'll see on the testing. We don't have that yet. Um, but I think that's kind of that's kind of the cutoff. And why take why are you taking a guy on day three that you don't think is any better than Bill Melton? Why are you taking a guy on day three that you don't think is better than Lee Keith? Oh, and by the way, you took a guy named Grant Dubose last year out of Charlotte in the seventh round that you kept all year on the practice squad, who's, in my opinion, a really nice prospect. I, I liked him a lot coming out of Charlotte. He couldn't make the team last year. So I'm all for you know adding competition, and I trust, I tr I trust Goody and his staff, especially at wide receiver. If they think a guy is good, I'm just going to – like. Jaden Reed last year, when they took Jaden Reed, I was just like, okay, <laughs> like I, I, he's probably good. He's probably better than I think he is because you guys think he's good. And that's just kind of how they operate. So if they take a guy on day three, um, and they have a, that's the other thing, Sparky, they have a billion day three picks. So they could take a guy and just be like, hey, throw him in the mix. He doesn't make the team, he doesn't make the team. And we'll keep him on the practice squad, whatever. That's fine. Um, but I, I, I just think, man, if they take a guy – so like a guy that I like, a day three guy I like, and this is a name people are going to recognize, is Luke McCaffrey out of, out of Rice. I think he's going to be a Packer type. I think he's going to test like a Packer, but I think he's a day three guy. And I don't know if he's better than Malik Heath or Bo Melton. I don't. But if you add him to the mix, if he makes the team, he he earned it. You know, he's going to have to earn it. So you, there's something to be excited about. If you're knocking off Melton or Heath, you, you earned it. And, you know, that's just – kind of where they're at right now it's a great spot to be in um and all these guys are young but the the other thing like the devil's advocate part of it too though is malik heath like yeah nice player made some nice plays jared boykin was once a guy like that right uh they've had other guys that you know, across the league that come in and you're like oh this guy's gonna be awesome he was good as a rookie and then they kind of fall off bo Mellon was on the practice squad all year and was great down the stretch, but he it was like I mean, we're talking like a three game stretch, you know. Guys sometimes do that and then fall off a cliff. So like, you know, I, I don't think we can necessarily just be like, hey, these guys are locked in because they flashed as rookies, you know. I and we'll see. And I mean, before before the playoff run, I was kind of in the camp of like, what does Romeo Dobbs do here? Like, what does he really do? Do do you dangle him as trade bait this offseason and say like? What you gonna give his reps to Wix? You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Now, the playoffs did happen, and he was awesome. He was incredible in the playoffs. So, like... Maybe not. Maybe. I mean, he he did stuff in that Dallas playoff game that I didn't know he had in his bag. So I don't, it's just they have an embarrassment of riches right now at the position. Um, I live in I live in Kansas City. I talk a lot to a lot of the Kansas City writers and they're constantly talking to me like who's not going to make the team in Green Bay because we want to pick that guy up. You know, what is the formula that Green Bay has to just draft these receivers and turn them into stars? Because. Granted, the Chiefs are Super Bowl champions, but that's not necessarily something they were able to do this year. Rasheed Rice was good, but that was about it. 
and they couldn't just plug in anyone and play them like Green Bay did this year. Oh, and Green Bay, by the way, plugging and playing these young receivers with a first-year starter at quarterback. So, uh, you know, melt them. I, I think what you're going to hear a lot this year, Sparky, from me and other, you know, Packers writers is the Melton Heath line. And do you think this guy is better than those two? Because I think those are really the only two guys you can look at and say, are they going to, you know, you're going to have to beat them out because Wicks isn't going anywhere. Dobbs is probably not going anywhere. Reed's definitely not going anywhere. Christian Watson, probably not going anywhere. I know, uh, you know, Andy Herman over at Packaday did like kind of like a, a wacky trade scenario type thing. And Christian is probably, probably has the most trade value among this wide receiver group. If you did, you know, let's say if, if Brian Thomas Jr. did fall to 25 and they were like, well, maybe we move on from Christian because Brian Thomas Jr. is, we're, we're thinking he's going to be a healthier version of Christian Watson. I would keep both and just say, let the other teams have to deal with it. But, um, it, you know, there's a lot of different scenarios. But what we know about the Packers is they usually are just going to say, we'll just take all the guys. We'll just take all the guys and we'll figure it out because that's kind of what they've done in the past. Like we'll take, we'll, we'll roster seven receivers. And if we think they all can play at a certain, at, at certain points in the year, just like last year, they all did play. You know, Malik Heath started games for this team at points last season. And then by the playoffs, Melton had kind of taken his spot. So, you know, it's a long year. There's a lot of bodies that you need to get through an NFL season. Um, and I think the wide receiver, the wide receiver position is interesting too, Sparky, because it's almost becoming valued increasingly, but at the same time, decrease in value. Because it seems like you need to have three, four, five guys that can play in, in, in today's NFL. And a lot of teams have that many guys, and there's a lot of really good receivers out there. Um, but we'll see. The Packers are kind of one of the teams in the NFL that I think you look at them. You know, Minnesota's really good at identifying wide receiver talent. Pittsburgh's really good at it, and I think Green Bay is really good at it. I think those are the three teams you kind of look at, and you're like, maybe we steal what they're doing because they got a good formula.